Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey y'all, so we're back. It's episode 26 of Damsels in Detroit podcast, and usually I have one guest. Today I have three um, I have the ladies of Detro- the Detroit Fashion Committee sitting with me, so I'm going to read a little bit about their organization, and then they're going to introduce themselves, and we're going to get into our questions. So, um, the Detroit Fashion Committee is an organization that plans to execute and host a conglomerate of events structured around Detroit Fashion Week, which is going to be an event um, that's established and em- for emerging and... Um, I'm sorry, let me start over, rewind. Um, So it's going to be a week-long series of events that is structured around Detroit Fashion Week, which is for established and emerging designers, creatives, and fashion enthusiasts. The committee plans to establish the following, to be fashion-aware, to be fashionable, and to further advance our economic fashion market for Detroit. So, hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Oh, that was very... Um, Harmonic. That was a nice intro. Oh, I'm sorry, I messed it up a little bit, but you know, we made it through. We We made it through. (laughs) So, if you guys want to go around and just like introduce yourselves, um, talk about your titles within the org, and just kind of tell us maybe like a couple fun facts that you really just want people to know and that you feel people should know about you. Okay, well, we'll start with me. Mm-hmm. I'm Fidelia Bassa. I am staffing director, a.k.a. fashion analyst. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I am also a wardrobe stylist in the community of Detroit now. Fun fact, I have a nonprofit called West African Girls mentor foundation and uh, my second purpose aside from styling and fashion is to really develop young girls and mentor them and give them guidance so I love young black women and I want to be there for them Mm -hmm. so yeah also, you look thank very you. cute. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I try you. I wish you guys could see you, but she's on this like plaid one piece with Actually, these platform covers. Oh, it's a two oh, piece. You know, yeah, could have fooled me. Mono. <laughs> yes, it's super cute. <laughs> thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. With a little neck stir up. <laughs> not a neck stir up. <laughs> it's not a turtle. <laughs> the, the weather has me so confused. I'm like, turtle yeah. neck. Yeah. Chucks with no socks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Be ready for whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess I'll go. It's my turn. My name is Jessica Gray. Um, I am a native Detroiter. Um, I attended Cast Tech Go CT. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> it was great having you guys here. All right. Period, damn. I'm with damn. Don't come in here with that green and white crap. Listen, I'm I so went to dead. six high schools. So I, like, I can't rep one. No, I'm so dead. Wow. No, but aside from um, that um, past tidbit about myself, I have a luxury sportswear brand. Uh, called your side collections super dope and um i spend a lot of my time doing that uh i also work at gucci i'm really into the luxury fashion um scene um i really love that stuff Mm -hmm. i'm I'm into hot couture and luxury fashion and making it accessible and making quality clothing accessible for everyone um also, you know, formulating, doing things around my community as well, especially helping the kids. That's a big one. Um, I love to volunteer with the kids. But aside from that, that's that's all I do. Oh, I'm also the program director for mm-hmm. Detroit Fashion Week. I was going to say, I was like, you did not tell us your <laughs> right, title. Me, you know, like, <laughs> and she doesn't work with us anymore. No, but that's uh, that's me. A lot of, lot of eggs in a lot of different baskets, but all trying to make it all good for everybody Mm -hmm. cool all right so my name is Keela yeah um I am a joint partner for a lot of things that you see in the city uh my name on social media platforms is everything key for a reason so I'll get into that and that kind of gives my bio um right now I am program director for believe three movement which is a nonprofit organization that um, 
Well, I'll just give you the motto. It's uh, to keep the kids out of the streets and put them on the stage. So it's a performing arts uh, nonprofit. It's five years old, going strong. And then um, I am also a very, very proud member of the Christian community. So shout out to all of us who believe and believe. Um, when I say proud is pretty much what my social media stands for. I'm always very political when it comes to God. Um, and then I am newly hired into this mm. facet with these two beautiful brown skinned girls. Uh, I am the executive director of Detroit's fashion committee. So yeah, that's who I am. Um, I get into everything to make sure that it runs fluidly. I'm also a creative director in a lot of hats. I run a production company called Labor Productions, and I am a published author. Mm-hmm. So I help with creating, editing, and pretty much uh, simplifying your needs for writing. I'm a ghostwriter. That's my fun fact. That and my greatest fact. fact is that I am a mom mm-hmm. yes. of yes. a little genius named Caleb. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's me. Get it cool. out of here. Key. Well, that's thanks. Key. Do y'all feel you feeling pretty good? You feeling? I feel cool. This is my own I'm nervous because I don't know what kind of questions. You getting in our business or <laughs> my business? I mean, it depends on how much business you want to tell. But no, okay. it's not It's not anything crazy, I promise. Okay. All right, Yes. Cool. Unless you feel like sharing something. Listen, it's all up to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not ready for the breakfast club. But I oh, no, we don't. Unless we really going to eat. Okay, no. <laughs> also, brunch on their interviews are questionable. But right. anyway, yeah, <laughs> um, okay, so all of you guys are into fashion, yes. obviously. So I would like to know kind of where that stemmed from. Like, how did you, what really sparked your interest um, when it comes to fashion? Um, For me, so I used to model as a kid. I modeled for Myers when I was like seven. Mm-hmm. And my mom put me in like etiquette class. And uh, the agency I was with was called mm-hmm. Jean Casablanca. Mm. and um i just got an early love for it my mom always dressed me in like super coordinated outfits Mm -hmm. and everything was matchy matchy but you know in the 90s -hmm. of course everything was mono yeah so you know growing up it just stuck for me my dad um he's from west africa so that culture of like dressing well, yeah. looking well, being polished and put together, it is it exudes like a level of respect and acceptance. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's just kind of how I gain my respect. Mm-hmm. Where's your dad from? Um, Cote d'Ivoire. Fun. Well, yeah. So have I, you ever been? I haven't actually. Mm-hmm. Me and my brother were planning to go this year. Okay. In December, but um, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Um, my story is very similar to Fidelia's. Um, I remember when I was seven years old, I told my granny, I said, granny, I want to be a model. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, my family laughed it off at the time. And once I got older, I finally started modeling. But, um, my love of fashion came down from both of my grandmothers. They were very into wearing luxury fashion. Um, my grandmother had a silk scarf collection and I would just do fashion shows for my family mm-hmm. so <laughs> I've always been into the production of fashion shows okay. the models the the clothes the the whole nine from A to Z for a fashion show or in fashion at all and um, I knew my senior year of college that I wanted to be a fashion designer I had been in the creative field since high school and I knew well what have all of that I've learned? What do I want to do with it? What do I want to apply it to? And I was like, it's fashion. Mm-hmm. There's, it's no doubt about it. I, I can't see myself in any other field than that. And it's been that forever. And it's going to continue to be that. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> Fine. All right. So a little bit with me. Uh, this is probably another fun fact. I am not into fashion at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, she get ish done. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. Okay. So, because I get ish done, I was called aboard by the ladies to um, help them keep it moving mm-hmm. in this process. However, since we're going into backstories, um, I actually was a kid model. I think all of us pretty much were. <laughs> Once we found out JC Penney's was doing that, we were like, everybody <laughs> was like, call Sign me up. <laughs> get my kid in there. <laughs> no, so, um, 
I did uh, kids pageants. I don't even remember the name, the lady, the company, but I remember me being in a lot of puffy dresses with <laughs> plushy socks. <laughs> so I could say that I've done that for fashion. Um, in a sense, I kind of picked up my neck for being girly, but then mm-hmm. I lost it. Okay. And so um, I was recently hired. When I say recently, like maybe in the last five years, I was hired to um, help with the Nike community store downtown. Oh, cool. And, uh, in that I was responsible for the apparel and men's apparel and women's sportswear uh, and running. So that's where I kind of picked up a knack for, like, you know, making cohesive pieces make sense, statement mm-hmm. pieces and things like that. So that's probably where you see me dressed today, even though y'all can't see. Um, yeah, so that's I was responsible for mannequins, mm-hmm. doing displays, following demos, and getting stuff done from there. So it kind of helped me like it a little bit more, but I just fell in love with sportswear. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I am. I'm I'm a jogger too genius. <laughs> I would love to be. I feel like, I don't know, something about just looking at other people in really nice jogging mm-hmm. suits. I'm like, I want to look like that because you just look no, like... Yeah. So comfortable. So chic yeah. and comfortable. And mm-hmm. it's like, I could literally go anywhere right now. I could go on an airplane. I could exactly. go to Target. I could exactly. go to sleep. Seriously. They're the new two-piece suit. Yeah. yeah. You could go anywhere with them. And you put a heel I on I play on booty all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this year it's becoming popular. But last fall, winter, mm-hmm. I wore Every blazer with a hoodie on, up under it. Mm-hmm. I remember. I yeah, rocked all my blazers with hoodies, period. And mm-hmm. I did jogging pants, and I would do a pump or a nice cowboy boot. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so versatile. Yeah. 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 It so is. You can play mm-hmm. it up. You can play it down. And that's what I learned from Nike. Like, when they have this initiative called Give Sport, it's pretty much for the holidays. But what they do is they don't put too much of a harsh statement on it. They just always collab something with this. Mm-hmm. So the statement pieces is like, Oh, that's a feature hoodie. That's our statement piece. And you just got to accessorize. But with them, the store, especially downtown, there's no jeans in there. Mm -hmm. So you can't really show too many features of it. So I ended up really, really liking the fact that, oh, I can wear this loose this or these tight pants or this, that, and other. So Mm -hmm. your jogging suits became my my, my saving grace. Yep. One day. <laughs> One day. Meanwhile. Oversized clothes. Yeah. I mean, I like like a good oversized sweater, but mm-hmm. it's just, I think because I've always been super like feminine and stuff with the way that I dress, mm-hmm. like anytime I stray away from that, I feel like, okay, like, hold on. Like, what are you doing? So mm-hmm. like, I love when like, I see like cool girls in sneakers, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm not. I'm like, are you cool enough to do that? But we'll see. I have to just like find <laughs> ones that like try. work. Just for go me. for right. it. And that's yeah. really all fashion is is going for it. Yeah. I've seen the yeah. craziest fits. Mm-hmm. You know, just working in places, just being in the mix of things. People try a lot of different things in yeah. fashion. Oh, I think it's, it's just for no me rules. like yeah, if mm-hmm. I have a choice of like, do you want this booty or do you want this sneaker? I'm always gonna be like, I would I like want the, the booty. booty. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like, you know what, I probably should get the sneaker because I'm never gonna wear it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because then it's gonna force you to match Yeah. Mm-hmm. It. Yep. Yeah. So that's like right now I'd wanna like experiment more with that. But okay. it'll come. We'll get you together. <laughs> uh, thanks, girl. <laughs> so so sometimes starting a business with friends or peers can be tricky. So I want to know how you guys kind of decided, like, we as as a trio mm-hmm. will be able to make this work. Like, I know that you have these skills or I have these skills and we can make this work. Because sometimes it's like you have a, an idea with your friend and you're like, girl, let's do this. And then three months later, it's just like, okay, well, maybe we shouldn't have done this. Or maybe, like, you know, we're just not on the same page with stuff. So just... How did this come about? Let me um, answer that. Um, <laughs> well, can I try well actually, one thing first? can I start first? Because it, it for real is, you know. Um, <clears throat> uh, a long time ago, I knew that Detroit Fashion Week didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I had mentioned it to a couple friends. And I always weeded out who was real serious about right. fashion and who wasn't very, very serious mm-hmm. about fashion. And me and Fidelia had worked together. And we had talked about a couple things. Um, discussed some things and I, you know, I got to know her a lot better and then it became, you know, let's me and you think about getting this in motion. You know these people, I know these people, right. I have this skill set, you have this skill set, um, I think you can bring this to the table and I think I can bring this to the table but I think we both can get this done. Right. And, um, you know, working with Fidelia, Fidelia brought Keela in and, you know, we've all 
come together because Keela's really been the glue that's kept us together okay. for real. Because it's one thing to say thing, but it's another thing to do something right. else. <laughs> right. Well, she was that accountability that we yeah. had. Yeah. We, we really needed that. She's like the backbone for real. Mm-hmm. She oh, really, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, she, she makes me feel real, good. She, she really I keeps us together, keeps us on the ball, and we need that factor for, for all of us, especially for something that's a huge endeavor like this. It's going to take a lot of us and a lot of responsibility to do something like this mm-hmm. and to have someone to guide us through that as well as work with us through that is is very important and crucial for us coming together all as friends to make a business work. So mm-hmm. yeah. if y'all wanna add because <laughs> you're the backbone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out I was the backbone Facebook. Backbone. <laughs> but no, um I was gonna say that. So my little story with this was um Fidelia's god brother is my best friend and um I was helping him with the um you know, our annual event that we do for the Believe Three uh, Kids. It's a spring showcase that we put together. Mm-hmm. And I think Fidelia kind of caught wind of how he wanted something, and I privately made it happen without him taking notice. And so what normally happens <clears throat> is that people just come pay a ticket, watch these kids dance. <clears throat> so this year was year five. And, you know, year five, you're supposed to do something bigger. Okay. The expectation is different. You update your logo. You, mm-hmm. give your, you give your business plan a visit. You know, you do things on an element of going higher because we survived what most people were thinking. And so um, <clears throat> I had, you know, I was like, let's just do press. Let's go bigger. Let's make it make sense. Let's bring the news. Let's have a red carpet. Let's go studio. Let's go this. Let's go that. Um, forget just one camera guy running him crazy. Let's hire five. Let's have this. Like it was a really big commercialized event, mm-hmm. and um, people saw the growth. And so with Fidelia being there and being a part of uh, the surprise that we had in place for him, I think it was probably like twenty four hours later. She was like, "I need to get in contact with Kika. She just gets done." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he called me and he was like, "Fidelia wants it." And I was like, "Fidelia should have my number, but just go ahead and ask <laughs> Um And I remember. Maybe like five, six years ago, um, Fidelia had her West African Girls line coming out, and she was so eager. And she was like, I just need your help. I just need your help. And I didn't never, I never saw her drop the ball with it, but I was I was proud of her making it a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And so when she came back to me about this idea, I was like excited because I'm like, Fee is growing. But then she came to the table with Jess, and Jess was just you know, she's so formal. And so I was just kind of like, no, I want to see you guys really do this. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to help y'all with this. I want to take part in it Mm -hmm. and, you know, be a third party to be y'all voice of reason because with them having a friendship, you, you only have two perspectives. Right. And then everything up under them becomes ideas. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I could kind of be that one person in 3OW that doesn't sing, (laughs) (laughs) but I can dance. (laughs) So I made the group (laughs) because... You know, I don't get, even know which member that would be. That would be it's uh Keely. No, it's uh Tariq Mama. <laughs> <laughs> don't do Natori. She, <laughs> she can't sing, but you ain't never hear her. Never Keely was so low. They yeah, were taking I, away from her. Shine. I am. I'm Tasha. Period. <laughs> Listen. I, I'm Tasha in the group. Lakeisha, Angela, Tasha. I'm screaming. <laughs> but no, I was um. I just came part of that, and I was like, you know, I, I forced Fidelia to let Jessica talk. Fidelia's bossy. Her last name should have been Fidelia Bossy. Right, right. So I'm like, let's hear her. You know, so I was the open mic for them, too, because they were kind of just at a standstill with mm-hmm. their ideas, and they was just looking for placement. And I was like, you guys, this can happen. Don't right. be afraid of big numbers. Don't be afraid of uh, stacky notebooks. Don't be afraid of not having organization. Mm-hmm. Let's just try to make it make sense. Let's create a blueprint. Let's map it out. Mm-hmm. And so since then, we have had no failed attempts. Everything has just been flowing. That's and awesome. And God is good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Fidelia's new slogan, guys, is <laughs> right now. She's Pastor Fee. Anytime we need a meeting, right now. <laughs> like, Fee, when you want to meet right now? <laughs> what are you talking where you about? at? Right now, outside. Right now. I was waiting on you. Right now. <laughs> I'm actually where you need me right now. <laughs> so ultimately, the goal of the Detroit Fashion Committee is to create like this week-long series of events that yep. is pretty much like yes. comparable to New York Fashion Week, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so why are you all so passionate about just kind of improving 
the fashion industry or fashion scene in Detroit? Because we isn't one. Exactly. And (laughs) not only that, so much of our culture, our our trends, like our DNA is spread thin throughout nations. Mm -hmm. And we just need to really take back what's ours, Mm -hmm. own it, show it, display it, be creative, and just bridge the gap. Because people look at Detroit and they don't really think fashion. Right. There's just so much of it here that we can display. Mm-hmm. Like, let me tell you how much money we losing. We I'm going to go on record to say this. And if this ever goes on a global platform. Manifest. I, Thank you. you. You hear me? <laughs> I'm here for you, sis. Yeah. Detroit. Facebook, hear me now. We are the pioneers. <laughs> we started on Six Mile. I'm not going to clout the shop. But we started baby hair edges. Oh, for yeah. real. And period. Um, and period. Kendra, and period. Kendra started them okay. swoops. Yeah. Y'all not going to take okay. that from that lady. And I feel like because I'm I'm really passionate about this because you now have Cash Dow who is, you know, looking like a Detroit bred princess. Yes. Mm-hmm. But what has happened for so long is like we don't get to take our name and pl- right. and stamp it with stuff. Like Absolutely. those are our edges. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> that's <laughs> our hair is never out of place. That slick swoop like to yes. part some of your real hair out side and lay on your forehead and wave it <laughs> yeah. and give it a Costa Rica look. Okay. That's us. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that a jail. That's not a jam. That's artistry from oh. Detroit. That's the finger tips of Kendra Parker. Yeah. You can't do edges like that everywhere. I'm you not find them. Now, okay. I've seen a post not too long ago. They said like uptown swoops uh, like I think it was like Florida su- southern edges. I'm looking I like I don't know what? nothing about that. Y'all, y'all, making up, y'all making up these edges. <laughs> like, I don't like, know nothing about us. that. It's only one way. We are not <laughs> the best way. Yeah. <laughs> and so because of like you, you're back to your question because of the need um, like she was saying she found it necessary years ago mm-hmm. but it just takes what I think everybody was waiting on was an opportunity, but this is what I was saying, but I love about millennials so much that we don't wait on opportunity to be creative. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so I think that it was a great idea that them two decided, like, you know what, I'm just sick of not seeing it. Let's just make right. it right. And we were in a place at Saks, and we were just bored mm-hmm. and stuck mm-hmm. and hungry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hungry. For real. And, and over it, and just like, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were in men's, and you know, I worked in <laughs> upstairs. I wasn't even supposed to be where she was at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm down here talking to Jessica, and we just like, man, something got to shake. Yeah. For real. It does nothing for us to not be able to say it was ours. Right. Yeah. And it's like, we're so okay with that. Detroit has created so many things and slogans and dances and frameworks and mindsets and, and creativity. And we just get it snatched right out of mm-hmm. our hands. Yeah. And it's, that goes all the way down from our music to our style of right. dance. Mm-hmm. You know, our to culture. Even our period, beauty. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Our culture, period, Absolutely. just gets snatched. And so it's now the time that we create, like she said, the conglomerate where whether you have went so far in the world and said, I was born. Like, you know, some people get on platforms and you be like, you from Detroit? Like, Lizzo, where? Right. I didn't Never. know. Never. Yeah, I don't think You she, know what? I, I think she was just born here. I seen him post her like, um, congratulations, cuz. And I'm looking like, what? who knew? That's what yeah. I'm saying. And it's not that they be embarrassed, but it's like, why is the, you know, people you gotta love to leave visit Detroit. Us, yeah. But we don't get loud for our people. We wait yeah. till they leave to give, yeah. to give them some type of That's true. So I also did fashion in school. And um, yeah, <laughs> um, but that was kind of like the narrative, like, oh, when you guys move to New York or Chicago mm-hmm. or L.A., yeah. my question was, well, who's going to pay for me to go? Right. So, right. Um, been there, tried it. Yeah, yeah, but like, it's just, I think it's just unfair to the people that live here because it's kind of making it seem like you'll never have a, a way to be successful in the city and that is like totally false right. so I just mm-hmm. feel like because you can you can move to New York but you, if you don't have the determination and the drive or right. the passion for it then you're gonna fail right yeah, so true. I just feel like if you are determined if you know what you want to do and maybe you don't have all of the steps like mapped out but you like have an idea and pretty much kind of know like just about what you need to do with the type of people that you need to, you know, connect yes, with. Yeah. Like, you can make it happen. Yeah. So. The hardest part is just, like, having the vision, having a plan right. with no resources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the hardest part. That part will rip you, rip your heart out. Mm-hmm. It will discourage you. It will make you, like, go get a job. 
and just be like, you know what, forget it. I'm yeah. gonna just use my degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where I am pretty much as a source. Like me and Jessica, we pretty much engine the whole okay, where part mm-hmm. in the text. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a group chat that we visit often, like probably every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. And we're just kinda like Oh, I have an idea. We're like, okay, where? Like, we're right. no longer wanting this to be an idea. How do we do it? Right. What do we need where to do is now? It? Where's mm-hmm. the help? And like she said, the funding source is discouraging. Yeah. But it's also motivating because, right. you know, if I can't do this, then it won't get done. So I have to find a way to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not, uh, you know, I don't think that we were taught to dig for resources we as were, a people. As people. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not taught to reach. Mm-hmm. We're just taught to be teachable. So take what you learned to teach us somewhere else. Yeah. Versus take what you learned and go to the bank and ask them for a request. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not like stingy people. <laughs> you know, I don't. In the no. city, there's I've learned just you know in in the nonprofit world, there are people out here that are stingy. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to know. No. Nope. They, they were they will like keep the resources from you that are open to the community, but mm-hmm. because they you know or make you pay are, for those resources. Yes, and I just feel like everything is so in taxing. Detroit. Everything is just so like <clears throat> oh, it's a secret. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like nobody else can get on. Like, mm-hmm. Let's help each other. And that's why there's no flourishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you open up crab, your restaurant or your boutique, situation. it's like oh, it's just you, your family, your good friends. But I didn't know. Um, I was yeah. gonna say I just feel like. That has to come with a confidence thing because if you are confident in what you're doing and your individuality and who you are and what you stand for, I could tell you everything I learned in school, like whatever, but you're going to go out and interpret it in your own way. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't feel like if you said you wanted to go start a podcast tomorrow, go for it, (laughs) please like do it. I will be cheering you on from the sidelines, Mm -hmm. like all of this, like you need advice, you need help ask me like I don't like I I hate when people do that because it's just like how do you expect for other people to to get on and like (laughs) it's just not fair because they feel like while they're being active you're you're deepening you're deepening yourself in their bag everybody wants their bag you Mm -hmm. know what I mean so it's kind of like if I teach you this and you end up being just as good as I am or better there's an opportunity that you're going to stop what I'm having versus actually noticing that we could double triple and make right. it, and make a way well, yeah. what is yours is yours that's why mm-hmm. i don't play that right. game exactly <laughs> absolutely yeah ordained so when you guys okay we just talked about baby hairs but <laughs> when you guys think about detroit fashion and beauty too what are some other things that come to mind for y'all Streetwear. Christiness. Streetwear. Yes. <laughs> you just gotta jump. Christy, like, you can I leak? Can I leak? Do y'all mind if I leak? Go ahead. Yeah, leak so, it. Fashion Week 2020 is called Natives. Natives 20. Mm-hmm. It's Natives 20. And the reason why is because we feel like we have the culture that lives off on chip. Yes. Like, all the way down to that. Like, everything just gotta be so fleshy, crispy. Mm-hmm. So, I let them dig into what they see is for that because I just came up with the name off of just. We was eating chicken. <laughs> we was eating dinner at a meeting, and then I was like, mm, "What about natives?" And they like natives. Yeah. So we made it make sense. But mm-hmm. that is hilarious. Yeah, Native twenty. Native twenty. Because I just think that we are the home of all the things that people see. Mm-hmm. Um, but Detroit fashion for me, though, uh, in addition for it to being crispy, um, and full face of makeup, you know, lashes baby hairs um you know the weaves the 30 inch weaves mm-hmm. the 25 inch weaves yeah. you know like the short the bob cuts um you know it's always about being polished right if that's anything i know about a detroiter is they always going to be polished from their head to their toes the the gators the whites the hellies mm-hmm. you know the all of that all anything that they decide to put on they're going to make it make sense it's right. always going to be cohesive um and another thing about Detroit fashion, uh, too, is it's real daring. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to, you know, pair a lot of colors. Like, you know, Fidelia's outfit. Like, I'm thinking about how we, uh, Detroiters love to wear blue, mm-hmm. navy, in, in regards to blue. They love white. They love red. They'll throw a gold in there. You know, they love those colors. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit is just flamboyant. Yeah. Bossy. It's mm-hmm. flashy. It's just raw. 
it's what you see is what you get yeah. with the city, the people, the culture, the fashion, the food, the hair, mm-hmm. even our Down team their, apparel. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, like you drop a tiger's <laughs> fit, you it. Them colors. <laughs> them yeah. colors. That orange right. and that blue hit okay. so crazy off the white. You mm-hmm. won. No, I do love wearing navy. <laughs> I don't know why. It just, it just, and, and we find a way to incorporate it in everything. You know how they say red is the marketing color? Mm-hmm. Like, no, in Detroit, navy. Navy. Absolutely. We a navy state. We can market it because it's our jeans, it's our denims, it's our jackets, yeah. it's mm-hmm. our our navy is like our black say it's mm-hmm. our safe place. Yeah. yeah, it's just like I don't know, but it's like an elevated black, you know. It's yeah. like yeah. absolutely, <laughs> it's, 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 navy is the new. You black. so true. <laughs> <laughs> navy is the new black, right, not orange. <laughs> How would you all describe your personal style? Mm. Well, mine's I can go first. I'm sportswear. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear a jacket. My outfits make noise. I like a lot of zip. Swish, swish, swish. I'm the garbage girl. Like, swish, swish. I'm the Missy Elliott. I wear, um, I love sportswear. I love gym shoes. I have a fat, round foot. Okay. So, you, you, you force me in the heel. I'll be cute in it, but I can't walk. I can stand. Sitting shoes. Yep. Sitting I'm a, shoes. Very cutesy, tootsy. Okay. But I'm not going to blast you out on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run. I was a track runner, so that's how my arch left. Okay. The definition. I ran and tore my shins. So, from there, I had to be forced into gym shoes. And mm-hmm. That's my safe place. I love gym shoes. I love sweats. I love hoodies. Mm-hmm. I like comfy wear. Okay. That's me. Sporty Spice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so funny because that's what I was going to say. I'm trying to think. I'm like, what do, how do I wear? I know. It's, I such, a, it's such a hard um, question. I I love, honestly, it depends on how I'm feeling that day. Um, honestly. <laughs> Same. Uh, some days I'll be like, let's drop a whole designer fit. Some days I'm like, just throw on some sweatpants. Throw on a hold your side fit. You feel me? Like, just, just be chill. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to be, like I said, crispy, but chill. Yeah. Um, definitely when I characterize my style, I call it sporty chic. Mm-hmm. You can catch me in a some heels and a dress and a full-fledged outfit that I tailored or got done, or you'll catch me in a pair of jeans and a nice top and mm-hmm. some cute sneakers. Um, I love to go that route. So whatever sporty and chic, however I can fuse the two together, but still be, you know, Jess, okay. <laughs> and that's how I make it work. Got you. Well, I think, ooh, y'all, mm-hmm. I, I, I've been transitioning, okay? Same. Right now, I hate everything in my closet. Wow, let's chat. <laughs> I'm going through this phase. I'm selling everything. Like, I just want everything you out. You are me. I am you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I can say for sure that I like to stay contemporary, mm-hmm. comfortable, um, and very chic most times. And I, I, I love color and pattern. Um, I love monochromatic looks where I'm matching all my colors mm-hmm. and I have different shades of the same color. Um, I love to just challenge the norm. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, I wear all my blazers with a hoodie. I think going into this fall now, I'm just doing sweaters with like motorcycle jackets. I'm layering I don't even want to wear sneakers for real this this fall. It's just mm-hmm. crazy because I'm a sneaker head. I got, like, tons of sneakers. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of catch me on both vibes. Yeah. There's my days where um, I'm wearing leather pants with some Air Ones mm-hmm. and a cute blouse on, like, my hype bay-ish. Mm-hmm. Or you can catch me, you know, with a suit. Okay. Real cute. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same. I'm, like... Switching it up, but I also hate everything in my closet <laughs> yeah, right, right now, now. I don't know what that is, and I said like I'm gonna pray on that because if I just need to release all my clothes, then God I'm pray on mine who too. Buy them. Listen, <laughs> That's sponsors tap in immediately. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like you might need to let things go one by one. <laughs> Don't just bag it all. <laughs> I get the faith, but don't oh, be smart and faithful. Um, no, I just, I don't know. I want, so I went through a phase where, like, I had all of this, like, crazy, like, colors and, like, pattern stuff and, like, very eccentric clothing. And then mm-hmm. you open your closet and you're like, I don't have nothing. No, it's Monday. Right. Like, what am I about to do? Like, I can't mm-hmm. wear this. Yep. So now I'm, like, trying to transition into more, like, I guess, classic things. Yeah, timeless. But, yeah mm-hmm. and, like, things Same. that I can really just, like, mix and match. But that's Staples. so You hard. know what? I think, honestly, now that I think about it, 
that has come with an age. Yeah. Because before last, this year, I wasn't thinking like, hmm, let me go more classic, timeless. Let me buy less color. Last yeah. year, I was like, I want every color. Mm-hmm. Red, blue. <laughs> yeah. Give me all the leopards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I'm just like, oh, I want my gray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My tan. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. It does yeah. come with age. Because even now, being a parent, just a mom in general, I'm like, eh, that's no longer safe. You know? Right. Like something, not because I still have mom body, but it's just kind of like... Okay, that got a side boob top. Like, how would I look? <laughs> Cannot go pick kid? him up yeah, from right. school. With this <laughs> Can't get your baby from your dad, baby daddy's house. With a side boob top. <laughs> it just doesn't make too much sense. So yeah, yeah. I had to discard a lot of my twenty-something uh, clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pray on my closet, Tiffy. <laughs> I got you. I'm gonna get there. <laughs> For real. Um, who are some of your favorite designers, stylists, fashionistas? Oh man! Oh June! Oh gee! June yes, absolutely, oh, gee, June. absolutely. Honestly, I have really, I have not really looked anywhere else since. Mm-hmm. Like she, for me, I, I just declare on her knowledge. Yeah, you know her timeline. She's a pioneer. Mm-hmm. She's her awesome. hat game is crazy. crazy. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. What is the lady's name that passed away of cancer? I, I st- know who you're talking about. I had about. just started oh, following um, her two years before she passed. Isabel Toledo. Isabel. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was my lifeline for yeah. a minute. I was studying her when she did the denim jumper with a plaid undershirt, and then she did the leather jacket over it. It just made so much sense. And oh, then I was yeah, kind of like, did. she passed from cancer. She just yeah, got cancer, like, out yeah. of the blue. But I originally she, followed her she because she was live. wearing the this, this short haircut that I had. Yeah. That she, big bang. Okay. And then um, I was like, I love her, who's, you know, feathering style in her hair. So I would just mock her hairstyles a lot. Then I started noticing. I'm like, oh, she does, co- like, closet collections. Like, mm-hmm. her game was just stupid. So I uh, I followed her for a while. I think her page is still open. I still visit it sometimes, but I'm never really looking for fashion inspo. But okay. Mm-hmm. I have, if I ever was to look to, like, you know, resemble a look or anything for a certain event, I normally would have visited her page. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. I really don't disclose this often because I, I don't know. I've always really kept this to myself. Oh, you're a Detroiter. Yeah, in this regard. It's the <laughs> only time. <laughs> it's the only time. But, um... Uh, for a long time, Rihanna has been my fashion mm-hmm. inspiration. Whether she's wearing something wild, whether it's something more um, conservative, anything that she, you know, has on, I'm like, all right, let me research this designer. Let me see what else they got that I, maybe I can pick up. But now, um, it's this girl on Instagram. Her name is Princess Tyrena Lee. Mm-hmm. She goes crazy with the outfits um she dresses in a way i've never seen anyone dress before Mm -hmm. and i'm like wow like i don't even know how you took this piece and put this piece together and wore these crazy boots with this Mm -hmm. like i'm like you know i need more of this i want more of this and she's she's it for me that's my my style inspo i'm basing my birthday outfits (coughs) all off how she dresses so Mm -hmm. sorry she's um i really love her since the style is very West unique. Coast. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. She got like a West Coast vibe. Actually, that is her style is inspired by Gypsy. Okay. Like gypsies or whatever it's called. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely just so, so on the West Coast like right that. now, that's their trend. Like the gypsy vibe mm-hmm. with like jeans and stuff. She's crispy. I oh, like sh- I love her. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. super dope. Mm-hmm. Mine would have to be Solange, of course. Mm-hmm. June oh, Ambrose. Yes. Solange. Rihanna and Kalana Barfield. Kalana okay. Barfield mm-hmm. goes crazy. Okay. She yeah, Ugh. I agree. Love her. <laughs> she has some good choices. She does. <laughs> She's sure. great. Um, so, in a perfect world, what would Detroit's fashion economy look like for you? Mm. New York's. Yeah, I was gonna say we would have a lot of more high end. Mm-hmm. We would have period. fabric stores. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for sure. There yeah. be sewing factories. Um, there will be a fashion hub. Right. And I know everybody's hearing like you know through the grapevine that we're going to have one but mm-hmm. we we need one on a different scale to where right. it's you know it rivals other cities it's different than just you know bringing all the stores down here that's great right. it, that's it, those are you know great opportunities for us to expound upon in this city but if we're not really making clothes here we don't really have no stake in, in what goes industry. on in the fashion industry mm-hmm. really not. um 
Shinola's here. That's a really great opportunity. Um, there's another group of hub of businesses that are here, like Detroit Denim. I know they make their clothes here. Yeah. Um, there's a gentleman who sews his clothes here. His name's Renzo Cardoni. He used to make um, luxury um, basketball jerseys. Okay. He would, like, trick them out and add uh, crocodile skin and snake skin on them. Yeah. They, he was really um, – <coughs> I don't know if he's still doing that now, but – And Maurice Malone. It, you know, original, if, like, denim. Mm -hmm. uh, York Project, um, they make clothes here as well. I follow them. Um, just we need more manufacturers here. A lot of people want to have fashion lines and they don't know where to start. Right. Mm -hmm. um, they don't, you know, they start with their T-shirts and I'm sure they want to expound to more things. But making clothes is um, just as expensive right. a job as as any other job. Um it takes a lot, and we just don't have a lot of those resources here. And just to bring them, it would be be very, very nice. You know, I want that to be on Dan's next menu of things to accomplish in the downtown Detroit. Yeah. I mean, like, Please, I just was somebody. recently uh, requested to hire into the H&M. And um, the H&M that they're opening, everybody is kind of like, oh, it's about to be H&M downtown. Mm -hmm. But it's really not the H&M that we shop. It's uh, considered a collab boutique. Okay. And so the way they open it up is by clientele features. So it's going to be a public store, but to be on a certain floor, you have to have clientele. Hmm. And each person will be particularly responsible for like an eight-person eight client. Okay. And so their soft opening is even supposed to feature celebrities to bring them into the shopping experience where this is the the fourth store like it in the entire world. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the only one that's open in the U.S. Interesting. And so the way that they're doing it is kind of like, you know how Ikea has a showroom? Right. But then you got to go all the way to Canton to mm -hmm. get the clothes. So it's going to be like an H&M showcase room. It's going to have like a dining, like kind of how the setup is, where it's couches, dining floor. It's like a living room setup, and then you get like a sip to chill with, and then they're going to bring out a catalog to shop with. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't think that's fair enough for our... I don't think so. Either. I don't think that's fair enough in the index of what we need. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I appreciate Bedrock for bringing that in as a rental space, but I think with that space, it would have been way more pictured mm -hmm. if you could have brought in a sewing plastic or right. something that could help people start strategically or, planting know, their things. I think it would be beneficial for because Detroit. To, we're so filled with innovators. Yeah, mm -hmm. like rent a space and just make it like a fashion artist market. Russell mm -hmm. Building. You, it needs to happen yeah, right there. You, like, it, <laughs> it would be well worth it to have platforms for all the designers here. I know there's tons of people starting lines, tons of people, you know, have, have had lines and mm -hmm. they either get a store or... You know, they build up and get their loans, whatever. But sometimes you need that exposure to really take your business to the next level. And it's not really a lot of opportunities for that type of exposure here. We definitely need to work on that. Our you know what? The city just cares sales. so much yeah. about our, what is it, industrial car because it's Motor City. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's so what they care commercializing about. Commercializing our so, vehicles. So, of course, they brung H&M downtown to try it. Because for me, they only have four. We have the one of one. That's a project. Mm -hmm. That's something they've never done before. They just want to see how it mm -hmm. goes. And I think it's a flop. <laughs> I <do>. It's not. <laughs> because let me tell you how it's going to parallel, though. So, Hudson's. Hudson's original platform was Northland Mall. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really nerdy about this type of stuff because mm -hmm. I'm looking like, where's all our tax dollars from? So, Northland Mall closes out of the blue. Boom, we're getting the Hudson downtown. How'd that happen? Because the plan was already to close Northland and put it well, in when, Detroit. Where is the Hudson's? When it's going to be right on Woodward. They build yeah. it. They broke ground. It's going to take a couple of years. It broke yeah. ground. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. about it all the Summer time. 2020. This mall yeah. is opening. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be, be a like, seven-story mall. Well, we'll so, see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One floor of it is supposed to feature kind of like how L.A. has a Target floor. Mm -hmm. And then it's up. So remember, Target used to be in Northland. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it had all the shops around it. Well, yeah. Target is going to be one floor elevated to get into the mall. So it's like Northland on steroids. Oh, and wow. then they're putting all of the stores in there. But the thing about Northland is what happened. The dollar started losing because of the 
thing. So what did they start doing? They started letting small black businesses take on rental spaces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having, your, having your boutique, having your shoe store, sharing is this. Everything up. became nine ninety nine, And so then from there... <laughs> <laughs> An adjective. <laughs> you know I talk like that. <laughs> You're right. Everything happened. And so now they're like, okay, well, it's about to close anyway, so let's just put them in there for like they're getting fair state. And that's what they state. were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. they put us in there to get fair state. But you dare not have a storefront on what we're now. Mm-hmm. You you absolutely can't. You priced out. You're, you're, right, you're priced, priced out. out Bedrock's rental space is, you won't even be able to afford the light bill commercially. Mm-hmm. Right. And so because this is happening now, why not open a mall? Because they missed their mall. Mm-hmm. They missed Northland. They missed this. I do. That's why I got my eyebrows done <laughs> now. Okay. Exactly. I used to too. But just imagine this. The small booths and things that used to be in the floor. Right. We just go get your eyebrows snatched. It's not get a cute little dress for the club. You feel <laughs> me? This same mall is now in Toronto as well, but they they have had there for almost like twenty eight years. <clears throat> but it was their newly built mall, and um, the same thing happened to them where the market got pushed out. They forced this mall in there. Now that mall has the same setup as Somerset, so it's like Michael Kors that class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you go up, and it's the bougie and the bougie and the bougier. Yeah. And so I feel like that's why they made that H and M so fitting because it's going to collab with what you have. You're, if you're well, forced well, to buy, I hope so because yeah. you know H and M they they had a little rough little two years. Yeah, uh, yeah. I really hope they can bounce back and open the store. All that, I still be like I still don't H&M? shop at H and M. I was surprised the other day. I'm like, damn. I ain't shopped H and M in like yeah. two years. Yeah, I have a couple things, but not, I don't go as often as I used to. Like I that do, used to be yeah. my go-to. And now I just it like is. yeah. Forgot. But yeah. now it's like I'll be lucky if I find mm-hmm. like at least one thing, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I want to buy this. But yeah, like that little one. Yeah, but then too, we 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 adapt so many stores in America because we're the same in Detroit as we are in America. We are self adapt place. So if we like yeah. it, we're like, oh, let's get, bring it to America. Mm-hmm. And that place was originated, I believe, like in England. So you gotta think of their body types over there. You gotta think of their size, their diets, things like that. Their fashion sense is completely different. So you bring something like that to America. We're only buying it because it's new mm-hmm. and it's you well, know it's goes newly the same. treated. Well, I'm not saying as far as like it that because it makes sense to our economy. That's true, but Zara is like on the same scale as I'm not mm-hmm. sorry. H and M is on the same scale as Zara. Zara was a Spanish company. It was in Spain mm-hmm. first and all the other. Same, same. But Zara has a different quality. Yeah different demographic mm-hmm. a different higher type. price point for sure um, everything is $69.99 and it doesn't need to be <laughs> not going in there oh, I'm going goodness. to my wedding but it's the same I would have felt better if they put a Zara yeah. in the place yeah. of H&M I just mm-hmm. feel like that H&M I don't know yeah but you're not what, the first person I say that that's because they're trying to sell Woodward as a community I just do that with the Zara I, I get that's that that's not but our community nobody's going to buy like a $6.99 why do you think all the shoes in Nike every weekend for $29. Sure. <laughs> That's why they put a two-story one in Somerset. They could have brought it down here. Mm-hmm. They just want to copy true. Somerset and put it on Woodward. Right. Really. I really feel like, though, downtown is going to get so congested. It already is. It already uh, you is. Know, it's Oversaturated. Get, it's, right. Where do you park? Where do you park? There's oh, nowhere yeah. to park. Where do you park? So. There's not anywhere to park. You dare not have to be somewhere at 12 <laughs> and you leave home. That's why I'm late all the time. Not only was the rate of it's pay so garbage, you 15 I was minutes not to find parking. about to work down there. I said, where do you, I said, do you yeah, have a don't. parking feature? No. They said, no. No, so we're we're having the same because all of the Oakland staff is leaving and coming down there to open the store. And so they're like, well, no, we have the same thing. I said, no, 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 I'm not working there. Yeah, I'm it's, spend my I spend check w- on a meter. I yeah, <laughs> no thank you. I'm no fool. Yeah, you work downtown, right? I do. It's yeah. I know the struggle. Yeah. Sure. I know the struggle. No, no. It was hard enough us trying to find a parking spot that that day. Was, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. When I thought about that, I was like. Y'all should have been at the Royal Oak when I found spots so quickly. Oh yeah, she's still in shock. I'm still still butting. She's still salty about that. I'm sorry. I have a few more questions for you guys. Um, so what would would Detroit Fashion Week include? Like, would it be just a week long of different fashion shows, or would it be kind of like different, like networking or workshops or things leading up to one big show? One big show. Okay, yeah. Jess can go over the week at a glance. Yeah, <laughs> she's our program director, right? Because you're <laughs> you're looking to do this next year. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, um, you know, our what we want our week to look like. There's going to be different symposiums. There's going to be tons of different workshops, like a sewing workshop, a modeling workshop, a draping workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we're looking to have a fundraising gala. 
um, we're looking to have the giant show on Saturday. You know, we'll we'll do a ending brunch. We're trying to make it light, um, but also exclusive, but inclusive. Okay. Um, I know those words kind of cancel each other out, but um, we want everybody to be able to be a part as well as extending our reach to people who live in Metro Detroit, people who don't live in Detroit, live in Kalamazoo, live in Lansing, live in Ann Arbor. You want to make this like you have to be there. You want to come from far out to to be there. You want to come from New York to be at this. You want to come from... um, LA to be at this you know mm-hmm. we want people who've moved out of Detroit to be able to come back and showcase things we want to have um, artist markets like we had you know mentioned earlier um, an opportunity for emerging designers to have that um, what's the word I'm looking for platform, platform. Yes, <laughs> definitely thank you and definitely have that platform um, we want it to exist as a lot of different things. So I'm just trying to get it out the first year. We're trying to make it so that we have our gala, our fashion show, um, our workshops, panels, mm-hmm. symposiums, um, of those of the like. And, you know, making sure that we take care of people, um, give them their value for what they're paying for, essentially. And... Um, we want this to be the new heartbeat. For right, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, people look forward to this event. Party. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I talk about destruction a lot. I'm sorry. I have to be the poison now. So they have taken away our summer jams. It's now at DTE Center. Right. So far the hell away. They took our big show at they the They took Joe. our big show at the Joe. They, they got rid of the Joe. Where's Joe? Joe is gone. Joe's gone. So everything is now at that center focus of of the four corners of our sports market. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Mike Illich, though. He did that on LCA. I got to give it to him. I work for the Illich family, so good. I, I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rock heavy with the Illich family. Can't tell you my plug, but I'm plugged. Absolutely. So shout out to the Illiches. Thank y'all. <laughs> but um, they hear us, and they understand us. And so the destruction of not having our annual events. You know, the white party was at... How this year? How disgusting was that? How crazy was that? How disgusting! In the baseball park. Oh no! <laughs> Police athletic league for children and all these adults trash bagging outside in the field. Yeah, wet in white clothes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like disgraceful. That. <clears throat> I got on heels in the turf. I'm going home. <laughs> so I just feel like this is that saving. Like Fidel said, we're bringing back what we miss. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, even people, it's, it's so it's the same as my grandmother's. This is something that she has probably never seen and mm-hmm. would love to live to see. Okay, And so I feel like that's why I think, when I think of natives, I think of tribal, I think of uh, the, the us. You know, I just think of the incorporation of our people. So when I say destruction, it's not because they, whoever that mysterious they is, have destroyed us, but I feel like we don't have our our peace with this fashion thing. We just kind of like settling for Livernois. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Everybody's settling for, I finally got my stuff on Livernois. And it's yeah. like, well, you know, Simply Casual has been here for 72 years. So <laughs> where are we going with this? Let's, let's, let's brand it, let's birth it, and let's make it make sense. Right mm-hmm. on point. Right. So y'all have an event coming up next week. We do. Very, very important. Super excited. So let's talk about it. (laughs) And um, you can just tell us what it's going to be about, how people can get in the door um, if you guys are still accepting more guests. Um, so yeah so shout out to shout out to Fidelia you're right this, her this was her baby <laughs> do not make me cry y'all for I real. mean I've had one other person cry on here before so you can be the second no it's cool you know the home <laughs> dude got me turned um, I'm excited child. I'm so excited y'all yeah listen I'm super excited this has been my baby like they said um, so the brunch is informational that all can come out People who are into fashion, entrepreneurs, bloggers, stylists, photographers, creative directors. If you have some Bring type in of the millennials, please. <laughs> if you have some type of creative, like niche, come, be a part, retain the information, see where you can place yourself moving forward. Because we want everybody to be a part of Natives Twenty. And this brunch will give you information, the opportunity to sign up. We are still taking RSVPs until what? Noon that day. Yes. Noon that day. So 
The event starts at 1, but until noon, which is 12, you can RSVP. And the RSVP is just simply a donation. Mm-hmm. So, question to clarify confusion. Go ahead. Those who will leave that... I'm asking you guys this. I know the answer, but go ahead. I'm yeah. taking her. her <laughs> Those who believe you are that the you, damsel now. <laughs> I'm damsel kid. <laughs> Those who believe that you have to RSVP is that true or false, or can I walk up to the door, give a donation, and still get in? So, listen. At this point, <laughs> not at this point. Okay. <laughs> I would like everybody to RSVP before the head count mm-hmm. of the event because I want to accommodate. You know, every right, guest. Right. Have, I don't want to be tacky and not be able to have enough. Because we're serving come. a brunch. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So That's that is why I'm point. stressing that people RSVP. But, you know, if you just hear about it, like, hey, I want to stop in, make a donation and just see what it's about. Fine. Okay. Come through. Mm-hmm. One of four. But don't expect to get a plate. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm saying. laughs> it might all be gone. But, you know, if you come in at 2.30 and you're like, hey, I want to see what this is about. Mm-hmm. Can I? Yes, you can get in. You just make a donation. Simply um, give us your information. We'll give you the brochure that we'll have. And we can go from there. Right? So tell us where it's going to be, what time. So it is at the Bailey Loft, right, in Southfield from a 1 to 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And... My phone died. You got the address? Yes, we do. Just a second for me. And then just to clarify, the donations are going towards the organization so that this event next year can happen. Mm -hmm. Yes, because we have huge goals mm -hmm. that we have to meet to make this happen. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, (laughs) We want to achieve $50,000 within ourselves as a committee. So we are just... We are lying on the board of directors where we actually hiring for two more. So it'll be five directors of this entire annual event. Mm-hmm. And then we want to have a committee of 20 inclusive with the five directors. So it'll be membership hiring for 15 people. So this information is pretty much of, well, I don't want to attend. I want to be a part. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's that number. So we're expecting everyone from the functioning of our 20 to mass this amount of 50000 if that means that you have a rich uncle or you have a, you know. <laughs> Somebody, a sugar daddy or whatever. <laughs> However you get it, bring it. <laughs> we need it. If that means that you even so much as like, hey, I work at a bank. I can help you guys with your grant writer. Got you. However we can mass that amount, let's make it an entirety it's mm-hmm. for the entire group to make. But um, the budget for the event is anonymous. Meaning okay. that sky's the limit. We right. Wanna, we want this to be. We want it to be the best. It's showstopper. Mm-hmm. It has to be because it has the label of the city on it. So right. we want to take that on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, you got and, address? yes, I do. The address is 29374 Northwestern Highway, Southfield, Michigan, 48034. Perfect. From one to four. One to four. October 13th. Yes. <laughs> that is very important. It is not seen on the highway. Yes. It is not seen on the highway. So. It is behind the restaurant. It's yes. right next door to the athletic club. Mm-hmm. Okay. You'll see it. Franklin Athletic Club. So how should people come dressed to this event? We so we said uh, business casual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, One of my homeboys was like, I don't... I only have jeans. I'm like, well, we're black ones. (laughs) (laughs) Don't play with me. (laughs) So, yeah. Cool. Um, So, a couple more before we're done for the day. Um, And, well, you already answered that one. My favorite question to always ask everyone is, what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? It means for me to be powerful and to just really tell my story mm-hmm. because Detroit is built on people and their stories and their hunger and their testimonies and for me like that's where I am in life in my place right now it's just like telling my story learning growing just being innovative and powerful as a woman a black woman you know mm-hmm. West mm-hmm. African girls nation <laughs> unapologetic <laughs> You feel me? I can't, I did. <laughs> Jessica, stop laughing. <laughs> Jessica is our 
we're multicultural analysts. <laughs> yeah. And so from the perspective of when we're trying to pitch ideas to her, she always had to step in like, but, but, but. <laughs> Let's not forget our friends. She's our, she's our Jessie. <laughs> I want everyone to be included, y'all. Okay. <laughs> all inclusive, equality or nothing. And it's like, Jess, we're not banning them out. We're just saying we know we our people. <laughs> Let's feed our people first and then let the cousins You know what? I'm, I'm about to start calling her Jessie. Yeah. Oh, no, I hey, Jessie. Oh, Jess, please only. No, nah, you're not okay. Jess with the mess. You're Jesse. Jesse for sure. Jesse. Jessica Messi. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I'm right. Y'all. Okay. okay, so uh, Damsel in Detroit for me. Um, someone who is definitely innovative, is like Fidelia said. Um, not scared to push the envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, fearless. Always keeping it real. Um, stand true to yourself, too. That's one thing. That's, that's definitely, that's a damsel in Detroit for me. <clears throat> Keeping it 100 and with everybody and yourself. That's a, that's <laughs> <laughs> so like for that. me, a Detroit damsel um, would just be pretty much thoroughbred. You know, raising my son as a single mom, I'm learning a lot of what my mom never complained about. Okay. And so I think that that pretty much creates my damsel vernacular where Mm -hmm. I'm just learning how to be peaceful with my story. Mm -hmm. I feel like God handed it to me on a platter where he was like, this is what you have to eat. And I don't ever want to hear you say your stomach hurts. So I'm just learning how to be a thoroughbred person and just being, you know, extremely positive, even though it's catastrophic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, lastly, where can people find you guys on social and on the World Wide Web? <laughs> Jesse. Go ahead and program. I just be giggling because they be laughing at me. <laughs> so um, our Instagram is at DET Fashion Week. That is also our Twitter as well. It's going to be a black picture that says DFW in it. Um that's our official Twitter for Detroit Fashion Week. Um, my personal and my business Instagram is at just as like OMG, um, no caps, no spaces. And my um, business Instagram, <laughs> 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 my business Instagram is at Jersai D E T G E R S A I D E T. All right. And <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets self consciously. <laughs> that is that's that. You can um definitely follow our DFW page, mm-hmm. email us, reach out to Jessica, mm-hmm. check out her brand, your side. Super dope. She's getting creative with that. I'm proud of her. That's her baby. Yes. Um, you can find me at Feemeezy. Now let me spell it for y'all. Okay. P H E M E E Z Y. And that's on Instagram. Um, same on Twitter. I don't really use my Twitter that much. But um, my nonprofit is West African Girls. That is on Instagram at West African Girls. So, yeah, that's that. Check us out. Um, please follow us. And if you're available to come to the brunch, come to the brunch. Absolutely. Please do. Mm-hmm. Don't be late. And it's also a party, too. You know, yeah. I have to make it a good time mm-hmm. as well. So. Yeah, Fee gonna have that boy hopping. <laughs> I told them like this, and y'all, I'm and like, good I might clothes. start dancing. Right. Okay. They like, I'm like, psych, I'm just playing. They like, no, you're serious. <laughs> you're we got, what's our drop fee? <laughs> go ahead. Fee has a drop. I'll let her give it our to us. Drop. When we close it out, let me go for my spiel. Um, I am everything key <laughs> at Instagram. That's everything spelled correctly, key with an I. And um, that's the only thing I pretty much active actively function okay i'm on facebook which is my full name mm-hmm. our government keila s dot harris um but on there i'm you know super serious because i have students i used to be a okay. teacher so I, I keep it cute yeah that. but instagram is where i'm just flawless. yourself <laughs> instagram is where i'm at i'm able to admit that i'm two different people so <laughs> oh, okay. oh yeah that's, that's what makes me an octopus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever hand you touch that's what you get what's <laughs> in that hand yeah. So my right hand. No. <laughs> yeah, but I'm everything key, and I'm trying to be everything key everywhere. So sooner or later, you'll get an um, email. To, uh, I mean, a, a website, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, all that yes, kind of same, mm-hmm. same. Thank Just you so, so I can be one okay. way. Yeah. You've been an octopus for us. For sure. I'm about to be backbone key. I thought <laughs> I was. Oh, you're 
have the backbone today. I like this. Coin that. Yes. I like this. Mm-hmm. I think I should be backbone. backbone. Damsel key. <laughs> I mean, trademark. You, come on now. <laughs> my damsel cousin. Yep. <laughs> We're fam now. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, for thank coming. You. Yes, thank you for oh, having us. Yes. Oh, what's your drop? What's I your hope drop? Your flights <laughs> were safe. I'm feeling <laughs> real breezy. <laughs> Swift <laughs> like the wind. <laughs> Calling my body. Music. <laughs> music every time. I'm going to say that at the brunch. <laughs> Love. So, yes, guys, if you guys are available on October 12, 13th, 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 13th. Sunday. 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 Um, come out, support, because these ladies are really trying to, you know, get this thing done for us. So... Mm-hmm. You know, thank we got to so support much. everybody. Yeah. So. Thank you for having us. Right. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's my mark. Before, you know how people have New Year resolutions, so mine is starting now. I'm starting to see every black woman take on their own yes. thing. And this is the way we, you know, people stress out loud, but we, we work through our shit. So, mm-hmm. excuse me. It's so, okay. <laughs> I'm learning to just simply say I'm proud of you because I know you're going through something, but you're getting through it. Right. So, mm-hmm. I am proud of you because thank your podcast you. is getting us through something. Thank yes. you. So that means you. a lot to me yeah you're serving you're serving us up well thank you you're serving us up really well i'm so honored thank you grateful i'm grateful of this opportunity absolutely because you don't know we stutter step for this yeah we was like she look busy right we're like is she gonna take us i'm just y'all did call me right now you did call me yeah i was like hello my name is jessica i was like just email her feed like if she got her number on there she want us to because Instagram wouldn't let me put my email on my second account. Well, I was like, nobody's them, ever going to. Because we called. I'm like, hey, call her. Right. You know, right I used to call the radio station like, I just want to hear it. Be too okay. Never play your song. All right. What yeah. a girl wants. Well, thanks, y'all. Thank Have fun. Yes, thank yeah. you so Proud much. of you too, Court. <laughs> yes, girl, you're going to teach thank me some you. of your skills. <laughs> the engineer on mute. You. So as always, you guys, I want you to remember that Detroit Girls do it better. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Yes, we hustle hard. Yay. <laughs>